What's the difference between me and you? You're probably competing in the postseason of fantasy football, and I'm not. Check out Show Us Your TDs. Week 15, let the playoffs begin. Welcome to the playoffs. Well, at least for me. It's the playoffs fantasy football world, and that means it's crunch time. Get your wire transfers in, get your team set up, unless you're someone like me who has a bye this week. I'm here with my main man, Melky. How you doing? What's up, my brother from another mother? Welcome to another edition of Show Us Your TDs, people. Sir. I'm in a better mood because I played Spoiler Roll, and there's nothing better than playing that to people you don't like. Also, I beat the projections from um, Yahoo Fantasy. They said I was only going to be 4-10. and 10. Sucks to be you. I was 6-8, and eight, so you can take this middle finger, sit on it, and rotate. I, now, did, not, I did not beat the projections of, of Yahoo Fantasy Football. <laughs> I, don't think any, I don't think anybody did. Okay, well, to to be perfectly honest, I know we're kind of about to go into fantasy football, yeah. but to be perfectly honest, I don't think anybody in their right mind actually can get a perfect season. It's very hard, especially with all the injuries and especially with all the COVID bullshit going on. So, I mean, yeah, that's because the and our Yahoo Fantasy predicted me to go seventeen and zero. I don't know. There is no fucking way all the news can i look it up you can look it up there's there was an email or you could check your bot in your bio you can check under the projections uh of what they gave you i was projected four and ten and obviously i I finished six and eight but there's no way they projected you to have a perfect season it was probably two losses if i remember because yours you got the highest grade you and tim got the highest grade for tight end tim Let's give me the stupid recap for today. Anyways, let's go. Uh, let's get. Let's go over your fantasy uh, this week or last week. All right. So let's. Like I said, fantasy. You can sit on this middle finger and rotate. So let's rotate over to fantasy from last week. <music> Gooby, since your matchup had more implications. Tell everyone how you did. All right. All right. So my implications, let's go over that really quickly. Uh, It was semi-complicated one. If I won, I get second. If I lose and Tim wins, I get second. If I lose and Jen wins, I was third. And if uh, Devin lost and I won, I would get first. So, yeah, there was a lot of implications, uh, especially that bye week for one and two. Uh, but I won, as uh, my intro alluded to. Uh, I won one forty-one to one thirty-six, and this was a tough-fought battle going up against like the second last sh- uh, team in the league, the, like one of the shittiest. I would say the shittiest team in the league. I know, <laughs> you know what? Mike got hit by a lot of injuries and COVID and shit, so like I can't blame him. Um, but yeah, I would say this is one of the shittiest teams in the league. But this was one of the most exciting matches of the week, I think. Like you just, had, you had the best QB matchup for sure. Not just the QB matchup. I think for like the whole, uh, you know, the closeness of it. Like it was always close until the end. Like the points 
just kept on like going back and forth and i i was worried i was gonna lose but let's get it <laughs> i know i know i i got your text messages i, got I was your, pissed your angry group chat messages you were just huffing and puffing and you just need to sometimes just wait you you don't let me start shit i like to start shit i gave you a green light to start something and then <laughs> it was taken out of proportion again so i had to put the kaputs to that but keep going Anyways, all right, let's get into this matchup. Uh, oh, Hungry Oh Henry versus Adam Cena. I really should just change that name since Henry's no longer playing. Um, all right, Matthew Stafford, 32 points versus Kyler Murray's 23 points. Uh, I like that. I, I, that. That was the biggest matchup of the week, I think. Uh, Stafford versus Murray, especially playing against each other. So that was really good. Justin Jefferson, uh, with the, I think it was a Thursday nighter with 13 and a half points. Uh, beautiful. I mean, Tyler Lockett killed it though with 22 points against them. Um, I can't uh, like Tyler Lockett is really good when, when, uh, Russell Wilson's on his a game. Yeah. He won't be uh, this week cause he now has the COVID. Yeah. Just like half the fucking players in the NFL. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Hunter Renfro, beautiful game, 15.7 points. I enjoyed that versus Michael Gallup. I was happy that Michael Gallup didn't get it, and I was also happy to see that Dallas won. Um, So, E.Y. Johnson, the only one player that shit the bed, and I mean, who can blame him? He plays for the Jets. 5.7 points against Leonard Fournette's 19.2 points. Leonard Fnett's killing it, man. He could be a top running back in the league next year to uh, be picked up uh, during the uh, draft. Absolutely, because he's a free agent and he wants to make money. Sir, yes, sir. Deontay Foreman. Hello, Tennessee. 12.2 points. I'll take it. But, again, the running back matchup I got destroyed in by Melvin Gordon the <laughs> third because someone had to message somebody and be like, no, don't play Breda. Play Melvin Gordon. I want you to beat Gooby. 23.1 points. Fuck you. Well, you still won. So what are you complaining about? Why do you complain when you collusion think? going on around it's, here? It's not it's not collusion. It's just advice. It's we'll speak of, going on. We'll speak There's of collusion later. On. There's fingers up, other things. There's fingers everywhere. That sounds like a party at like it's a swingers party. Mar- a swingers party at like Martini She's Martini changed. M's and, and JB's place uh, three She's years changed. ago. We should change <laughs> show us your TDs to the swingers party because there's fingers everywhere. Ugh, I'm not going to a party where your fingers are flailing everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Mark Andrews, seventeen point five points. I love that. I said, man, this is beautiful. But then George Kittle had to up him 21.1 points. Like, geez, man. Like, the, I'd say two and three best uh, tight ends in the league right there going head to head. This was a QB matchup. This was a tight end matchup. I'm, it was a great matchup in general. It was a tight end matchup I did not care for because those aren't the tight ends we generally think about. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We think about cheerleaders, especially the Dallas Cowboys and the Houston Texans over here. The best of the best. All right. All right. Van Jefferson, 12.8 points versus someone I dropped. And I'm kind of happy I dropped him because you know what? Um, what? Ryan Tannehill is not doing his greatest uh, quarterback impression. 3.1 points for 
Westbrook and Kine. So. Yeah, but is it really Tannenhill's fault? He's been left with basically nothing. I mean, Deontay Foreman's doing well in replace of Derrick Henry. I know he's not the king, but I mean, they still got the win twenty. But it's Jacksonville, like it's Jacksonville. Uh, I mean, <laughs> Enough I, said. I don't. I don't. I know only one Jacksonville fan in the world. So yeah, damn. He might. <laughs> he might change it after this season. He might need to change it. Uh, kickers. 10, 10 points for Brandon McManus, 13 for Joseph of Minnesota. And this is where the fun begins because this is where I was excited the most to see Dallas put up 22 defensive points. I'm going to say it right here, right now. I don't care what anybody thinks. This is the best defense in the NFL. And uh, six points for Seattle. Winning, getting me the win, 141 to 136. My bench players did shit all. I mean, Brandon Cooks did 10 points, but all my wide receivers did better. So I did good. See, why you got to do that? Why you got to jinx the boys? Why you got to make those bold statements when they're not true? They are not the best defense in the NFL. They may have the best player defensively in the NFL, but as a team, they are definitely not. So let's knock it off, all right? Best in the NFL. Oh, fuck. Top of the <laughs> if we win the Super Bowl, we're the best. Yeah, that's the whole idea. Winning the Super Bowl makes you the best. But they're still the best defense in the league. Oh, God. <laughs> all right. Well, that was a great win on your part. I know you were scared as shit because you almost lost. It was back and forth. It was Alan and I were laughing our guts out because it was so funny. And when you get upset, it's the best. So, ha ha ha. It was great entertainment on my part. Yeah, me too. Because I won. Then then why are you still complaining? Because (laughs) there's too much fingers going around. Uh, That's only your parties. Let's uh, let's get into your matchup that... uh, Doesn't really matter. Yeah, I was going to say that doesn't really matter. But you know what? Let's, Let's listen to you talk. Damn straight. Uh, <laughs> yeah, as you heard from my uh, co-host, I actually I played because I have to, and I won to my chagrin. I ended up beating Morning Chub one thirteen to one eleven in a tight affair. So I may as well just do this because I guess they deserve some praise. Let's go with a little Melky shoutouts. Chuba Hubbard, nine point three points. Thanks for doing something. I needed that. Austin Eckler, I know you would have had more than 14.4 points if you didn't hurt your ankle. You're playing right now. You're balling out. So thanks for showing up. I always appreciate your efforts. Matt Prater, what a pickup on my part. I knew this game was going to go back and forth. I knew it was going to be a field goal or a a kicker's dream when it comes to field goals and fantasy points. You showed up with 16 points. You, you do have the booming leg, and I'm going to keep you from now on. Stefan Diggs, 7.4 points. It's not the greatest, but I'm blaming that all on Josh Allen. So you get a buy, you get a pass this week, and you get a buy just like your boy Melky does. Jamar Chase, you're back. 20.3 points. I really enjoy those two touchdowns you got. Keep it up. I'm going to need it next week. And the man of the hour, the star of my team, the one that dictates everything, Justin Herbert, with a nice 13.65 points, closing it out. Boys, 
Great effort. Where the fuck was this all season? I should be in the playoffs because I'd be wreaking ha- havoc on you measly, pe- measly Beasley's over there. But I will be watching from the outside, defending and playing for the loser crown. Whoop-de-doo. So, Gooby, how do you well, like how did how did you like my team's effort this week? Your team effort was good. What was your final points? Uh, one thirteen. One thirteen oh five. I still would have kicked your ass. Not. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> they play each other. That's old news. You're, <laughs> you're the reason I know, why. I know, I know. You're the reason I'm not competing. You. I, I, I spoiled. Yes. Notice how you talk shit the first game that you beat me, and you're like, oh, I did. Blah, 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 blah. I did. I talk shit, and get hit. Now you're not in the playoffs, and now you're on a bye week for the loser. Hey, at least I get some time off. <laughs> There's never any time off in the NFL. Uh, no, you did well. I, I enjoyed that uh, matchup. I was watching it, too. Um, but, yeah, like like it, it's, it's hard to, you know, love it when you're not really doing much with it because you're like, fuck, like, oh, yeah, I won. Congratulations to me. I'm still in the bottom. So it, it really does suck. Um, but it is what it is. That's fantasy. Got to cheer for something. I mean, the best part is I now it sets up because of, uh, my victory over uh, morning Chubb. It sets up the matchups and I'm pretty sure he did not want to play his upcoming opponent this week. So let's get into that. Gooby with the semifinal or sorry, quarterfinals of the playoffs. And as you heard, Gooby has a bye, so he doesn't have to worry about anything until next week. And I don't because I'm simply at the bottom. So who cares? <laughs> <laughs> let's start with um, let's start with the three versus six matchup. We've got not a Bears lineup versus Zeke and Destroy. Now, do you want to go over the players, or do you want me to say them and then you'll chime in? How about uh, we go over the players? You do Zeke and Destroy, and I'll do not a Bears lineup. I will remind everybody that we are shooting this on a Thursday, and the Thursday night game is playing at as we speak. So, and, and Justin Herbert just threw a touchdown. Woo-woo! Hey, go Herbert! Uh, yeah. All right. So here I'll go off with uh, not a Bears lineup. Uh, she's got Josh Allen right now, Who's Mike hurt. Evans, uh, Mooney for Chicago. Whoop de doo! <laughs> not a Bears lineup, but she has two Bears players. So of I course. mean. Um, Josh Jacobs, that's good. That's a good running back. James Conner, who's a surprise. Uh, I know he did very well a few years ago and then kind of fell off, but he's coming back in a big way. Look to see him in the top 10 next year in the draft. Uh, Zach Ertz as her tight end. David Montgomery as her running back. Greg Zerloin, I don't know why the fuck you have her or him. He's been hot the last two weeks. Look at his numbers. Yeah, but he still misses like some pretty crucial kicks. Uh, and Tampa Bay as her defense. Uh, she did have DeAndre Hopkins, who is out. So her team looks good. I will not lie. Her team looks very good. Uh, James Conner is very scary. Josh Allen can be scary. Mike Evans is very scary. Uh, I, I like her chances. What does uh, Zeke and Destroy have, Melky? All right, so on his team, he's got Tom Brady, the GOAT, at quarterback, Amari Cooper, and Michael Pittman Jr. as his wide receivers. He's got the always hurt Saquon Barkley. He's got another hurt running back who looks like he's running in quicksand in Ezekiel Elliott. 
He's got Rob Gronkowski at tight end. He's got OBJ, but OBJ has COVID, so that is probably going to change. And he actually is the KC kicker, Harrison Buckner, playing right now with uh, the Cleveland Browns defense rounding it out. So we just heard the head-to-head matchups. I'm going to let my uh, partner go first. Gooby, who do you like in this matchup and why? Um, well, first off, I would assume that he's going to put in Julio Jones. Uh, oh, yeah, Julio Julio's going to get a look for H- sure. Julio's coming back from injury, so I'm sure he's going to replace Odell Beckham with Julio. But I'm still going to take the Nada Bears lineup. Uh, Josh Allen's pairing Carolina, who haven't been so hot. Um, Tom Brady's playing New Orleans. That's always a big game. I don't care who the hell's at the helm of New Orleans. It's always going to be a big game. They, and, they play them tough. They play and, them tough. In the end, some of the points are going to even out because now the Bears lineup has Mike Evans. So it's 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 that's that's always a hard one when you have a quarterback, but the other team has their like top wide receiver because now you're like fuck. Like I hope he gets a lot of touchdowns, just not to his best player. Um, the running back situation, Barkley and Elliot, like you kind of alluded to is, are always playing injured right now. And Elliot with that bum knee is just looking worse and worse. Uh, I don't know if, um, Pollard is coming back. This he's, week. he's iffy. He's got a really, he's got a tear. It's, and it's one of those injuries where he can play on it, but it depends on how much pain he's in. So yeah. it's, it's up in the air right now. So yeah, you, he he might get some good looks with Elliot, but uh, their ba- their backup seemed pretty decent. Not Pilar decent, but decent enough to help carry the load for Elliot. But I'm gonna give this one to James Conner and Josh Jacobs. Um, they're 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 healthy. I mean, James Conner's got a questionable, but he's still putting up numbers. Uh, tight end is a wash. Zach Ertz is playing for Arizona now. What? So. What? Yo, fuck Gronk is way better than Ertz, man. Man, I don't know with you sometimes. Keep going. <laughs> Yo, okay, listen. Arizona needs to start winning and winning winning out. Otherwise, like, there's some problems. And I think Zach Ertz could start getting some looks. He should be getting some looks. You're right. You're not wrong about that. But all the teams that are at the top need to start winning. Everybody wants that first-round buy. Green Bay has it right now. You don't think Tampa doesn't want it? Yeah, true. No, it, it it it's it is what it is. But I, I mean, I get my opinion. You have your opinion. Uh, but yeah, I honestly, in the end, I think okay, Connors. opinion, opinion. But you can't say that Gronkowski and Zach Ertz are a wash. Wash. Okay. <laughs> wash your mouth. <laughs> I do. With toothpaste. Anyways, right. keep going. Uh, yeah, no, that that's pretty much it. Like, I I just think that not not a Bears lineup has. A slight edge, um, and they're tied for the predictions, one thirteen to one thirteen. So okay, I'm gonna disagree with you. I'm gonna disagree with you for a lot of different reasons. You're you're right about it's gonna be close. It's gonna be a close affair. But if you look at the depth, so I'm looking at okay, Josh Allen's probably playing. He was spotted in a walking boot, but he's he's playing. James Conner has an ankle injury. That's they're not reporting, but it he could. Be potentially out. Montgomery's been hurt basically all year, but I expect him to play. So if let's say Connor doesn't play, because Connor is the let's just be real, Connor is basically the sole reason why she's in the spot she's in. Connor yeah. has been all 
world. If Connor doesn't go, I'm looking at her bench. Nikeen Hines, really? No, that's not going to get it done. Kareem Hunt is probably done for the season. Yeah, he's so. So who else do you have? I mean, yeah, you would move Montgomery to that running back spot, but are you going to really trust Marvin Jones Jr. or Tyler Boyd? Uh, I, maybe Marvin because they are playing Houston. Yeah, and I mean, it is a new lease, and we're going to talk about that later, why there's optimism in Jacksonville, even though there shouldn't be because they suck donkey balls. But yeah, yeah, I'm just looking at the depth. She has very little, whereas if Zeke and Destroy has to make alterations or adjustments, he can obviously put uh, Odell to the bench, and he can use Julio. He can even use Gazeki at the, at the flex spot. He, he has more options. So I, for that reason, I like him. I like Tom Brady. This is a must win for Tom Brady, not just for standing purposes, but for personal reasons. Personal reasons because he never beats the Saints. They have his number. Yeah. So I'm going to go with Zeke and Destroy in a very close affair. This will be the closest one, I think, this week. And he will be moving on to the semifinals, probably playing you. No. Probably playing uh, first place, Sangria, because yeah. she has the higher seed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I don't think. Oh no, you're no, no, no. No, you'd be playing you. You'd be yeah. playing the winner. Yeah. This is probably playing you. My yeah. mistake. Yes, yes. As the bracket is right in front of me, as I can see. Yes, <laughs> so the winner. The winner of this is playing you. So yeah, I, I just I like his depth better, and I and I think he'll squeak one out. And I, I'm I'm loving that I'm playing one of these two. Uh, Your team's like filled with injuries, man. Yeah, <laughs> I know that's my on, point. You're holding on. The to other two glue. teams that we're about to <laughs> talk about have a decently healthy team that I don't want to face. Okay? <laughs> you're gonna face one of them at some point, possibly. Oh, I know, but for now, I just yeah, I, I don't want to face them until later. All right. Uh, well. <laughs> all right well let me let me i'll speak on morning chubby you can talk to your favorite boy tight end to me all right all right fourth versus fifth here we go Melky, take her away all right so on the morning chub side and he might be getting the morning chub if he wins this one got aaron Rodgers with the toe injury and apparently it's worse than it was last week so oh no he's got tyreek hill who's currently playing right now and he's got 28 yards Keenan Allen, who's got a big fat zero. Um, Nikki, or sorry, Najee Harris at the running back spot with Nick Chubb. He's got um, Pat, uh, was it Fairmuth? Fairmuth? Whatever. Yeah. I always get his the name. The German right. one. Yeah. Yeah. Knight. <laughs> <laughs> he got him at tight end. He's got um, Eli Mitchell in his flex spot. He's got the uh, Bills kicker, Tyler Bass, in case he just scored, by the way. it. Yeah, he's got Tyler Bass at, um, as his kicker, and he's got the Arizona defense, which is really smart on his part, against the woeful, awful Detroit Lions team. Take it away, yeah. Gooby. All right, all right. Timmy, tight end Timmy. Uh, fuck, man. It, it pains me to say that he is starting Tua Tagovailoa. Oh, you got it right. Oh, my God. I know he's how been, to pronounce Tagovailoa. He's been practicing. My name is Charles Barkley. <laughs> it should be. He'd be rich. Wait, what was that name? Oh, uh, Giannis Atatakubo. Yeah, 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 Remember, he's like, I get to Gabba Atatakubo. 
Barkley is probably the worst when it comes to names. It's actually hilarious. That this is why he's famous because he's just that hilarious. I'm sure I butchered the name too, but whatever. Butcher names all the time. You butchered uh, Kellen Moore. Uh, yeah. Well, I also bur- butcher uh, Mark Andrews a lot too. And I call him <laughs> yeah. Mike Andrews. <laughs> Anyways, Tua Tagovailoa uh, as his quarterback. Cooper Cup, beautiful guy. I'm like just probably. I would you say best in the league right now? He's the best right now yeah. at wideout. Hence, they're not even not even debatable. He's the best. Yeah. Uh, Hopkins has been nowhere to be seen. Uh, Devontae Parker. That's uh, that's a rough one to put into your uh, team. That actually, it's, playoffs. It's, it's actually not. If you look at the Miami situation right now, their best wide receiver, Jalen Waddle, is now in COVID protocol. Oh, yeah, yeah, like it, it, like they are playing the Jets, so you never know. Uh, and the reason why I'm happy I'm not playing one of these teams because I already think I know who's going to win is because this person has Alvin Kamara and Aaron Jones as his running backs. Uh, Aaron Jones is questionable. I don't exactly know what he's hurt with. Um, I'm sure it's probably something minor that he's just playing through like almost every other single running back in this league right now. He's sick. Uh, oh, illness. Yeah. So, yeah. Just two just dominant running backs in this league right now. So that's a scary matchup. Travis Kelsey, where have you been this year? You've been doing all right, but you haven't put up last year's numbers. And I'm so happy I didn't draft him because I was going to draft him as my first pick if he came to me. But uh, Tim took him way, way before me. Uh, Christian Kirk in his flex spot. Uh, that's, I like Christian Kirk. He, he's a great player and I think he's going to get a lot of looks with Hopkins out, um, yeah, out, out for the regular season too. Yeah. So this is a huge, huge pickup. Yeah. Uh, Matt Gay as his kicker for the Rams and Miami's defense. I don't know why you would play the Miami's defense. I know they're playing the jets, but I think the jets will at least put up some points against Miami. Um, I'm sure there's better defenses on the wire that he could probably pick up. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, right now, uh, Chubb has 2.8 points. Tight end Timmy has 1.4 points. Uh, the projections are 120 to 118 for Morning Chubb. I'm giving this one to tight end Timmy. Uh, the only thing that I could say is if Aaron Rodgers plays, it could go to Morning Chubb because I don't trust Tua. Tagovailoa at all. Yeah, I, you know what? It sads and pains me to say this, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with tight end Timmy on this one too. The upside to his team is endless. Yeah. Look at the juggernauts he has: Cup, Kamara, Jones, Christian Kirk is gonna see a high volume of uh, passes. Kelsey, yeah, Kelsey's been horrible. I don't 100 blame that on him, although he's dropped a lot of balls this year. Uh, Miami defense, you you never know what Jets team's going to show up. I do think the Jets will put some points up, but they screw up in every way. Well, last time they played the Jets, they only got five points. Okay, well, morning job better be on his hands and knees. <laughs> <laughs> Praying the same uh, outcome happens because this could be, it could be an ugly one. So it's going to be close. It's going to, I think it's going to be another close matchup. I think Rodgers is playing. I don't think Rodgers is sitting out. He's playing. Uh, he's playing uh, against a Baltimore team that has no secondary. They are struggling themselves on the back end. And no quarterback. 
No, he's playing. Oh, is he? They're going to play him? He's playing. It was a minor injury. They said everything's a go. But that doesn't matter. They're both on the offensive side. I, But I do have to give it a... I, the wild card is Tua. If Tua's bad... And Javante Parker. Eh, I mean, Parker's going to get some yards. They might run it more, too. I don't think he gets his projection of 8.8. He probably gets 6 or 7. You know, depending, because like, like I said, Waddle's out. Who, I mean, Gazeki is pretty good. Just run it with T.Y. Johnson. <laughs> I'm not playing anybody. Just run it anyways. I don't care. Make yeah, look it, good. It, 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 who knows? But yeah, I think tight end Timmy probably has this one in the bag. Yeah. No, I agree. It, 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 again, with the whole Tua situation. Um, but who knows? We might see last year's uh, finals uh, rematch between me and Marnie Chubb. Yeah, anything is possible. Anything is possible. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's get into uh, something a little, uh, you know, I guess sad, one hundred percent sad to talk about. Uh, and that's the death of Demarius Thomas of the Denver Broncos. Um, well, legendary D- Denver Bronco. I don't think he was a Bronco. Um, he was still playing, was he not? No, he wasn't with the Broncos. Um, when when he was out of the league, he went. It was Broncos. Then he spent a little time with the Patriots, the Texans, and then he ended things off with the Jets. Yeah, um, but yeah, very sad to hear. Uh, I think he was 30, 33. 30, 33. Uh, what the the uh, reports are saying is he was found dead in a shower. Uh, may have died from a seizure and cardiac arrest. Um, it's very sad to hear and talk about because, you know, that was a legendary player. Uh, so, yeah, I just like, it, it, man, 33, man, I'm I'm almost there. And like, I'm like, fuck, like, it's just too young. It's way too young, taken way too soon. Uh, if you look at his Hall of Famer, I think, if you look at his career stats, um, he played 143 games, 9,763 uh Yards total, 63 touchdowns. Fantasy points, he collected 1,338.9 fantasy points. You know, 10 seasons in the league, five-time Pro Bowler, a Super Bowl winner. And it's just, it's heartbreaking, uh, untimely. He was never the same. They said he got into a car accident a year ago. And that's when the se- that's when the seizure started. So it, it only makes sense that he was in the shower and it happened. And unfortunately, it got the best of him. But, uh, I got to give kudos to the Broncos, though. They honored him in probably the most classiest way I've ever seen. So because he played in 10 seasons, they started the game by playing 10 guys only to honor him. And I thought that was very classy. And then they and then they ended up winning that game 38 to 10 against the Lions. Yeah. And yeah, you know, after that pick, too, that they had, they ran to his number and gave him the ball. You know, it sends shivers down your spine, right, man? It's just, it's, it's, it's sad to hear, but it's also great to see that respect from all the players around the NFL. Hundred percent, hundred percent. R.I.P. Uh, Demarius Thomas. Yes, sir. Uh, speaking of respect, let's talk about the goat, the best, best there ever is, was, and will be, as he leads the Bucks to an important and big win in overtime against the bills 33 to 27 brady had <clears throat> sorry guys brady had 363 passing yards two passing tds 16 rushing yards oh man he's starting to run all of a sudden at his really old age at 44 
One rushing now you, TD. Now you start. Jeez. <laughs> rushing TD. While uh, his counterpart, Josh Allen, sports 308 passing yards, two passing TDs, an interception, and 109 rushing yards. So, Gooby, my question to you is, are the Bucks finally putting it all together for a Super Bowl run? Okay. If you are a fan of football, well, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the, the viewers and the listeners across the world. If you guys are a fan of football, you know Tom Brady puts the lights and the jets on come playoff time and close to playoff time. He's not a regular season quarterback. What? He coasts. What? Through the regular season. No, he, okay. He's, yes, he's the Keep great. going. Keep going. He, Keep going. He coasts through the regular season. He doesn't put it all out throughout the regular season. And you can you can disagree. You can agree. I already when, do. <laughs> when, it, when it comes to playoff time, he's a different quarterback. And, you know, they're, they're starting to put that playoff pressure on a lot of teams. The one thing I want to say, though, is the Bills need to start fucking running the ball. Because you can't let Josh Allen put up 54 attempts. This you're not going to win games with Josh Allen throwing 54 passes because you're bound to make mistakes and you're not going to like defenses are going to see this and they're going to zone it out and yeah it's not a good look for the Bills right now. Not not only that I'm glad you uh, pointed out the Bills the defense needs to stop someone. Yeah, you're putting you're putting up they're they're allowing major points especially against the run. You need to do something about that. You're you were regarded as a Super Bowl contender, as a Super Bowl favorite going into this season, and now you've succumbed to this. Get your shit together, man, or else you might be missing the playoffs. Yeah, but yeah, like like I alluded to earlier, man, the rushing four attempts for or four carries for Singletary, three for Matt Breda, twelve for Josh Allen. Like I know, yeah, 109 yards sounds great for Josh Allen, but man. You guys can't leave it up to Josh Allen. And this is where the problems lie for the Buffalo Bills. And I do want to recant a little bit because I know you're like, give me the eye. Yes, Tom Brady is a great quarterback in the regular season. But again, he doesn't play lights out. I don't think he plays lights out in the regular season. When it comes to playoffs, though, he he's a different man. I strongly disagree. He puts his heart and soul out in every game. Yes, obviously in the playoffs, you're you're in the playoffs, so you're going to put everything on the line, but you can't say he does not work hard in the regular season. He does. He works those 44-year-old bones every game. You want to know someone who doesn't work hard? Who's that? He you? Because he doesn't have a fucking job. Urban oh, Myers. You have a job. <laughs> I have a job. Urban Myers does not. Uh, being f- <laughs> let go. From the Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, we all saw this coming. We did, and we're supposed to talk about that on Tooney Bets. Oh, my bad. <laughs> well, you know what? We'll talk about it on Tooney Bets. My bad. It's okay. Uh, okay, well, then let's go with the Rams beat the cards. Uh, where are we at here? Rams beat the cards 30-23. Matthew Stafford, 23-30. of 30, 287 yards. Three touchdowns. Cardinals, Kyler Murray, 32 of 49, 383, two, tu- or two interceptions, zero touchdowns. Are like, this is, see, this is what pains me, man. Like, all these good teams are back and forth. The Rams are back and forth. The Cards are back and forth. The Bills, 
their shit to bed. They're just um, back. <laughs> yeah, but like it, it's starting. It's starting to. It's starting to become a trend where like the Rams will lose the shit teams, but then they'll play good teams and they'll win. Um, Matthew Stafford, I think he he's starting to put the Jets on again, and he's starting to play better even without uh, Robert Woods. Odell Beckham Jr. put up six for seventy-seven. Cooper Cup thirteen for one hundred twenty-three. Uh, Van Jefferson, two of 58, and all three of them got touchdowns. So uh, it looks like the wide receiver core is doing well for them. Yeah, it looks like they're finally clicking. Uh, do the Rams win the NFC West when yes. it's all said and done? Yeah? Yes. I think so, too. I think yeah. the Cardinals are slipping, and they're slipping at the worst possible time. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it, yeah, it's, it's a slippery slope once you start, uh, you know, getting closer to the playoffs because I mean, people are like, Break under pressure, I would say, or they just play lights out uh, under the pressure. And Matthew Stafford's looking like he's starting to play lights out under the pressure. Couldn't agree more. But speaking of not being slippery, let's talk Micah Parsons. Let's talk the Cowboys defense. Now, you brought it up earlier how they dominated the Washington no-namers as they led the charge against them 27-20 to in the battle of the NFC least. Dak Prescott posted a 211 passing yards, a passing TD, two interceptions, ugh, 15 rushing yards. Taylor Heineke, oh God, he is so, he's horrible. <laughs> uh, 122 passing yards, a passing TD, an interception, eight rushing yards, a two-point conversion, and a fumble loss. Antonio Gibson, man on my squad, was horrendous at 36 rushing yards, five receiving yards, and a fumble. You need to keep that freaking ball, boy. Micah Parsons had three tackles, two sacks. He caused a fumble that led to the defensive touchdown uh, last week or last Sunday. So, Gooby, we're going to talk about our man Micah Parsons in the next segment. Okay. But let's talk Dak. What is wrong with him right now? Because he looks awful and the Cowboys offense looks awful. Exact same thing is what's going on with Josh Allen. 22 of 39. Yeah, it's not 54, but still a lot of passing. And the run game right now with Zeke being hurt and uh, Pollard being hurt. It's it's not you need that tandem. You need that chemistry. You need that run play action passing. And it's not there for them right now. Like Corey Clement is okay, thirteen of forty-four, but they they need that rushing. They need Zeke healthy. And I mean, if they clench it uh, next week or this week coming up, uh, I'd say you sit Zeke for a little bit and let him rest up for the playoffs. Even though you could potentially, potentially, you can potentially get um, a higher seed because right now, if the playoffs started today, they would play the LA Rams. Yeah, I, it, it's it's tough to say, but would you rather a higher seed or would you rather your probably best player on your field to be healthy for the playoffs? Well, best offensive player. Best offensive players, sorry. Poss- possibly, but I would rather that seed. I'd rather take my chances against the no-namers or who's the other wildcard team? I think it's the Vikings. No, not the Vikings. I no. don't know. I don't even know. It's it's, it's the Washington. Washington's in one, but it's – oh, San, San Francisco. Excuse yeah. me. 
I would I'd take my chances playing San Francisco or or Washington opposed to having to play either Arizona or LA. Yeah. And the one thing I want to say, which is really good to hear is this defense is just healthy right now. They're looking good. Um, I think there's a few things or there's obviously a, a lot of things that could be worked on and fixed. Anthony Brown, pick up the pace a little bit, please. Uh, but man, you have Demarcus Lawrence back. You have Randy Gregory back. You got Micah Parsons in there. You got Trayvon Diggs. They're they're running on all cylinders right now. Carlos Watkins, like they're running on all cylinders, and I, I'm liking it. It's looking good. And guess who they play? Not this week, but next week during my playoffs. The Washington No, no Namers. So. I'm looking for a great defensive game again from them. Uh, but, yeah, this game was like uh, like our head coach alluded to. An easy game, and we're going to just win it. He's a buffoon, and he's lucky that the team backed up backed up his uh, his fat-ass mouth because imagine they lost that. Yeah. Oh, he would look like a fool. He already does. He smashes pumpkins for motivation. <laughs> I, uh, I hate him so much, but let's let's continue highlighting. We, we're talking defense. We're talking one man in particular. Talking Micah Parsons. This man has been a revelation. I'm looking at his numbers. He's played all 13 games. He's got 12 sacks, 18 assists, three forced fumbles. He's the okay. Let's be real. He's the odds-on favorite of winning Defensive Rookie of the Year. But Gooby, can he actually win Defensive Player of the Year? I think he can. Um, I'm going to send you or put out a little quote that he said via the uh, team website when asked, uh, sorry, when he was compared to the great Lawrence Taylor. He said, I could see the similarities, but LT was a completely different man. It's an honor that people are doing that, but to be compared to a Hall of Famer so early on, it's just not ready to be in the conversation yet. I like that comment from him. It makes him stay humble. Um, Lawrence Taylor is the only defensive player to win defensive rookie of the year and defensive player of the year. And the reason this is the reason why he's being compared to Lawrence Taylor is because he is probably, I'm going to say, the the best chance of winning. Uh, uh, he's gonna he's gonna three p. He's gonna wipe it all. I think I think I he's going to get defensive player of the year, rookie of the year, and defensive rookie of the year. I think he can win two uh, two out of the three of those. It's going to be tough because I think Mac Jones is going to get consideration for rookie of the year. I also think yeah, that Miles Miles Garrett and TJ Watts will have a lot to say about him getting defensive player of the year because he is one, two, three, four, five, six. He's seventh in sacks. And defensive tackles, he's not even in the top 20. Yeah. So he, I don't think he's going to get that honor. He he probably will one day. If he keeps this up, he probably will win Defensive Player of the Year one day. Just not this year. He's definitely, I need, people need to stop comparing him to Lawrence Taylor. LT was a freak of nature. Yes, nobody, sir. nobody is going to be LT because LT is one of those once in a lifetime players that come along. Yeah. And that's all I got to say about that. But Micah Parsons, you keep doing what you're doing. You are arguably the best 
and most important player on this team right now? I got I got a couple questions in for you. Uh, he's got 12 sacks right now on the year. The record for rookie sacks of the year is 14 and a half. Does he break it? Absolutely. He's going to break it in the next three games. There we go. Uh, he's got 75 total tackles this year. Um, and I love his confidence. Uh, this is going from a uh, reporter, Albert Breer, when he was talking to uh, Micah Parsons. And Micah Parsons says, I don't really think the NFL is hard. Probably shouldn't have said that, and I bet you it was taken <laughs> out of context. But that's a target on your back, too, because look for players who t- to come after you with those words, and you might have to eat them. I hope yeah. not, though, because I'm a Cowboys fan. Yeah, and then my last question for you, would you rather Micah Parsons as is right now, or would you rather – well, I guess because it's hard to say because Micah Parsons isn't in his prime yet. Like, he's got – Many years to come. No, he's a he's a rookie. So, yeah. would you rather Micah Parsons or would you rather have Demarcus Ware? Oof, that's a solid question. Right. I'm gonna go Micah Parsons, and I'm gonna tell you why. Not only can you put him on the edge, you can put him on the inside too. He's yeah. shown he's versatile. He's versatile. He can play defensive end. He can play linebacker. He's slotted as a linebacker. But um, the scheme, what they have, they have him basically. Your job is to go after. Go after the quarterback. You rush the quarterback. That's all we care about. We'll take care of the rest. He also runs down the field. And almost got that interception. Yeah, he almost got that INT. He does everything. He's a freak of nature. So I, Dem, Dem, as great as Demarcus Lawrence was. Demarcus Ware. Uh, Demarcus Ware, sorry. I combined the, the two. <laughs> no, yes, no. Yeah, as, as great as Ware was. And Ware is a Hall of Fame caliber player. He won a Super Bowl with the Denver Broncos. Yeah. That's I, why I, they won. Because they had a Dallas Cowboy player. It's part of it. I, I, I'm probably taking Micah Parsons. Yeah. No, I agree with you. Uh, even DeMarcus Ware in his prime, I think um, Micah Parsons is going to surpass DeMarcus Ware in his prime for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, but, yeah. The following announcement has been paid for by the... Show us your TDs. Let's uh let's let's talk something. Let's talk collusion. Let's talk something that's been bugging bugging Has- you for the longest time. It hashtag grind, grinds your gears. Yeah. Hashtag family gate. All right, people. <laughs> I want to talk about this. And this the man is a who serious, started all the gates. Serious note here, okay, people. Look into my eyes. Do not put family members and or loved ones together in your fantasy league is terrible they cheat they steal they're taking all the money and i don't like it all right listen up okay you if you have two people that are a couple who share together who provide for each other they don't care who wins either or so they're gonna let some people take a better player if they have a better chance of winning. They're gonna surpass themselves. They're gonna, you know, sacrifice. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna give a little nudge and go, hey, you should do this and this to beat this person. And I don't like it. Okay, there's nothing wrong with giving pointers. It's when you sacrifice yourself to benefit that player. That is the issue. That is what Family Gate is all about. It's not about we all give each other pointers or we all bet it or root against root against each other and want, you know, for maybe for a beneficial reason, that person to lose so it jump starts you or gets you in a better position. 
But when you're sacrificing yourself so that your partner in crime can either win the league or win the regular season or be in a better spot, then that's a bunch of horseshit. And we're just here, this is a PSA basically, and we're just here saying, do not allow loved ones, married ones, couples, or even uh, brother and sister and cousins. Don't let them in the league. Brothers and sisters, I don't mind because like most brothers and sisters have that rivalry always. Like you and your brother, man, I'm sure. Oh, I would you, not I'm help sure him. your brother would, would look help. at you, but I could destroy you in basketball. Yeah. And you'd be like, no, I destroy you in basketball. And you guys would go head to head. So that the brothers and sisters, I don't mind because like there's always that rivalry and you know you guys want to win either way. That's fair. Okay, I, I take that back. Brothers and sisters allowed. Married uh, relationships, nah. If you are fucking, yeah. If you, you ain't if you, playing, if, yeah, you ain't playing because it's BS. Out of the goodness of my heart, I allowed this to happen. And to my credit, one of the couples were not together when they joined the league. They joined separately, so I can't fault them on that. And the other one, they've been pretty compliant ever since we called them out on their BS earlier in the league. This man especially. But when family gate when we have to name a collusion after the infamous spy gate and deflate gate, then there's an issue. So learn from our lesson. Don't allow this to happen because then it's going to get ugly if you do. The one thing you should learn from this lesson and other lessons is always have that one person in your league that will just start shit for no fucking reason because he'll call out anything he sees. Also, don't allow him to do that because he's usually just bored and wants to start shit and he should learn that timing is everything and you need to hit them when they least expect it. Right in the nuts. <laughs> exactly. The following announcement has been paid for by the... Show us your TDs. <laughs> well, let's get away from nuts for a sec. Let's talk Gooby's favorite pastime on the toilet. We're going boom or bust. Yes, sir. So I'll take the lead here, and I'm going with a wide receiver from the Cleveland Browns by the name of Donovan People-Jones. He's a bust. He's a a big bust. Baker's favorite wide receiver. Oh, wait. Baker's not playing. Can Case Keenum sling it to him? Oh, wait. He's not playing either. They both have COVID. It's going to be tough because half the team is riddled with the COVID virus. And the only player worth picking up this week or starting that's a Brown is Nick Chubb because he's going to get fed like a motherfucker. Stay away from every other Brown. The color is ugly, so don't bother. I wouldn't give people Jones a sniff. He's simply not far. He's simply not for fantasy people this week. Oh, yeah, I agree with you. Not a chance. Um, yeah, I mean, you couldn't have said any better. I like there's there's not much to it. So, I mean, if you're smart, you're, you're smart. If you're not, you're not. And, well, if you want to take a chance on the people for the people, go right ahead. But yeah. he's going to get you like five, maybe five points at best. Yeah. All right. My boomer bust. I'm going to butcher this name. Amonra St. Brown. I think that's how you're going to pronounce it because there's a hyphen in there. Uh, you don't pronounce a hyphen, so you're good. No, I know. No, I know. But I'm saying Amon. Is it like Amonra or is it Amon Ra St. Brown? Like, do you pause? I, like, I don't I, know. I, Anyways. You got to ask his people on that one. 
we all know. Okay, we all know we probably should be playing. We shouldn't be playing Detroit players unless it's a running back. There might be some hope for another player from Detroit. St. Brown has shown some light for the Lions, posting in his last two games 14.8 points and 7.3 fantasy points, only catching one touchdown this season, though, in a victory two weeks ago against the Vikings. Other than that, he hasn't done anything all at all this season, only having a high of seven fantasy points this year, not including the past two weeks. For that, I'm going to label this man as a bust with a hint. Hint of a boom if you're a desperate need for a flex player. Yeah, I strongly disagree. I think he's going to be just a boom. Like, you know, when you're playing battle shits in the toilet, he's going to be that type of boom because he's emerging. He's caught like 8 of 12 targets last week for 73 yards. He's also the only thing Detroit really has as Hawkinson is probably out for the season. Yeah. So... Look for this kitty to get some play. Yeah, but, but I'm going to say, if you look at just our league, because we can't really see anybody else's league, is there someone you would replace right now in your wide receivers or your flex spot for St. Brown? Like over him? Oh, Would I pick someone else over him at the wide receiver yeah, that, like, that's available you, on the if wire? Look at the four, four teams that are playing right now. Like, there's no, I would not pick him up over anybody else that's playing. Oh, no, none of these bums are worth picking. <laughs> uh, the four teams that are playing in the playoffs right now, I wouldn't touch or sniff any of these players. They're just what's left on the wire that could potentially get you something, especially if you're in a PPR league. They could help with the yards, like um, St. Brown. And Amon Ra, Amon Ra, St. Brown sounds like a chicken place, by the way. But, <laughs> but he could get you possible volume in yards. Maybe yeah. not necessarily TDs, but it would be great. Same with People Jones, but they're not going to do anything else. I, I think he's an up and comer, though. So be absolutely, absolutely. Uh, all right, all right. Uh, let's do some boomer or not boomer bust. Wow. Uh, let's go uh, to knee bets. Uh, Melky, you want to kick us off? Or do you want me to kick it off? Ladies' choice. Ladies' choice. I got the bigger titties, so I'll go first. <laughs> uh, I'm picking. The Chargers over the Chiefs. Uh, New England's not playing, and I'm going to say this on the record. I'm picking New England for the rest of the season after this Tooney bet. New England is playing this week. They had a bye last week. They're oh, they had the a bye last week. Okay, well, I picked, <laughs> I picked them too. I thought they had a bye this week. No, last week. Nobody has a bye anymore. Whatever. I mean, uh, but yeah. COVID might change that. There might be a team that's getting a bye soon. Chargers over the Chiefs. Uh, and whoever New England's playing, I'm picking them for the rest of the season as my uh, second tuning bet. Okay, I'll wager you that the Colts beat them at home on Saturday night. Uh, 20 bucks? 20 bucks. Let's do All it. All right. Virtual shake. <laughs> and we're off. Uh, Melky, what do you got over there for your tuning bet? Or do you I like thought, my tuning bet, Chargers? I thought you were going Jags over Texans. What happened to that one? No. No, I didn't. I said Chargers. Yeah. Yeah, but you said because it's the game on right now. Oh, yeah, that's true. Okay, you can have a second one. <laughs> I, uh, technically, it would be a third one. Jags, sure. yeah, and I I will pick the Jags. Remember Jags, Urban Meyer, that's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now, now I'm remembering this. I wrote this up pretty quickly. My bad. It's okay. People make mistakes. I mean. That's why pencils have erasers. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, so anyways. Uh, yeah, Jags. I, I would actually still, yeah, I would pick the Jags to win. 
well, yeah, new coach, new outlook. The curse of Urban Meyer is finally gone. So brighter days are ahead of the crappy Jacksonville Jaguars. Go Jags. I mean, we talked about this, what, like four episodes ago, like five episodes ago or something like that. Like this was like bound to happen. Like Urban Meyer was going to leave this team. And I'm just surprised it didn't happen earlier. Well, when you kick your kicker in practice and you sit your best player during a game, I mean, something's bound to change. You've been a, a hot mess, a dumpster fire as a coach. You don't know anything. You think this is the college ranks. It's not. You go and grope women that aren't your wife at your own bar. So I guess now you have more free time to do so. Hey, you know what? So maybe it's a good thing on your part that you're no longer associated with the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, so let's go with my pick. I'm going to – I know we've jinxed every time we picked our team, but I'm going to pick our team. I'm going to go Dem boys over the G-men. Dallas needs the wins, okay? They need to pile the wins and need to beat the easy teams so that they can go, they can shoot higher in the standings and not play the Rams or the Cardinals in the first round. It's simple. And also, if the Cowboys do smash the Giants, this could be the nail in David Gettleman's coffin. He needs to go. He's drafted Daniel Jones and other hot garbage players. It's time for him to get out of Dodge and have a real GM come in and fix that toilet bowl of a team. Let's go, Cowboys. Dallas yeah. for the win. Uh, Dallas for the win for sure. I mean, I'm not going to go against my boys. Um, and they also have a chance to clinch the playoffs this week uh, with a lot of implications that I cannot go over because I, I just Googled it and there's like 10 implications that need to happen for this for them to clinch the playoffs. But, uh, yeah, so it's, it could be a big game for them. Uh, just for the playoffs in general. So, yeah, Dallas over the G-Men. All right, all right. Let's get to our favorite person of the day that I love to listen to. Uh, man behind the, Yeah, the man behind <laughs> Toonie Betts, uh, Ba Walker. Hey boys, Ba here for another week of Toonie Betts. Fired up that this Eagles team is actually in playoff contention. We just got to beat this shitty and no-name team this week. Let's go. I don't even care who you guys are playing. My bet for this week, I'm taking the Monday night game. It's the Chicago Bears versus Minnesota, and I have Chicago winning in Chicago. This pick is solely to shit on the Vikings. I will say (laughs) that. They are going to blow it. This is just going to keep the narrative going, keep everybody's job in Chicago going for one more week. Everybody will feel a little better. But still two shit teams, and I can't wait to watch Minnesota blow it. That's my pick, boys. Can't wait to hear yours. Peace. Like when he says, I can't wait to hear yours. Yeah, and then he shits on our team beforehand. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I like that pick. I think the Bears are going to take this W over Minnesota. Minnesota, I mean, their running back situation is looking a little bit better, but their quarterback situation does not. No, it's Cousins, and he's flaming garbage. So what do you expect? You get what you pay for. You get what you pay for. Um, but yeah. All right. Well, another one bites the dust. Another one in the books. What are you going to do on your bye week, Gooby? Uh, not a whole lot, man. Probably wrap some Christmas gifts, sit by the TV, watch some football without having to look at my phone every five seconds. Uh, I'm going to enjoy that. Um, I'm going to watch the boys beat the G-Men. I'm going to watch New England win. I'm going to maybe watch the Chargers win after this. Um, but yeah, 
you know, don't let me don't let me end this segment though, because last week I ended it terribly, boys. And don't don't worry, I'm, I'm not allowing it. I'm just asking what you're doing on your bye week. I, I've already I've already <laughs> made a few mistakes today, but you know that's what the job that's with the uh, the live entertainment that we give mistakes happen. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm 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 just gonna enjoy football without having to worry about fantasy. Awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna do the same. I mean, not that it matters. I just don't want to buy the board next year. So I'll focus on that next week. I'm also interested to see how many more cases of COVID outbreak in the league because we had the Rams reported 25 cases. The Browns are at 18. Miami's at five. Seattle's at two that we know of. And the Bears have six. So some of these games could flip flop and could be very interesting this Sunday. And I can't wait. Is there anything else you want to add before we sign off? Uh, imagine they just shut the season down. That would be crazy. I don't think they will. Too much. Like, it's like it's it's just it's getting bad. Like even like I I, I know it's kind of getting a little off topic, but even even here in uh, Canada, uh, Toronto has already limited the capacity from full arenas now to fifty percent. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 not looking good. No, it's looking good, but what um, what goes down has to go up again eventually. Uh, laws of physics, so who knows? It's for the better. It's for the better of the. It's for the better of everyone. It's for the greater good. So, you know, it happens. Uh, I just want to thank all you listeners for putting up with our dis- dysfunctional, our dysfunctional selves, especially Gooby. Yeah. Um, <laughs> please hit that like button. You know for for on on here or anywhere else you plan on listening to and don't forget to subscribe and message us if you guys have segments you want us to um to throw out there and have on the uh on the pod let us know we don't bite i mean gooby does if unless if you're smothered in butter or chocolate frosting but that's a him problem or him issues you do you do a little bit you like swedish berries right not swedish berries the sour shit right I like peanut M and M's. That's all about. That's the only candy I eat. Really, is that not sweet? Really, it's peanuts. Okay, fine. If you're drenched in salt and butter, <laughs> Gooby might bite. Okay. <laughs> On that note, that's Gooby. I'm Melky, and we're out again. See you next week. Go Cowboys, go. We them boys. Peace. Peace.